0: Hello everybody, welcome to Scripture to Talk. This is Emeka and um, I'm here with my friend Laulu and we've been talking about the Christian and the marketplace. Some very interesting conversations we've been having. Um, last episode we looked at who um, who are you, what is your identity, right? What is your then who who exactly are you? Right. And we, we, we talked about in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And we jumped or skipped over to verse 21 that talks about how that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And righteousness, one of the things that it does for us, apart from um, a consciousness, right, of right doing and also a consciousness of right-standing, right? Righteousness is not just right-standing, it's also right-understanding that consciousness of right doing. You know, that's why Paul will talk about this in First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 54. I, I think that is, you know, that you should awake to righteousness and sin not. So righteousness is a consciousness of right standing and also a consciousness of right doing. Right. You know, but not what these two produce is what we call boldness, right? The boldness to approach. Um, I think it's Hebrews chapter 4, is it verse 12? Let us come boldly before the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need, right? So there is a time of need and what you need is mercy and grace. Now you don't come beggarly, you don't come... And begging for it you don't come timidly you come boldly right mercy and grace belongs to you right by virtue of the fact that you are god's son those things belong to you and you can then come in and take it you can come in and obtain it well um that that so if we then have boldness before god who is man that we can't have boldness before right You know, so, so, and that is the consciousness that believers need to have. We don't want believers in the marketplace, walking timidly, walking defeated, living defeated lives because of a low self-esteem. That's not what we want, right? That's not what God wants. That's not God's plan and purpose. The world will not take us seriously if they cannot see that there is an edge that we have over them. They will not take us seriously. I think the, the story is told of um, of C.S. Lewis, right? C.S. Lewis was this, uh, he's what we call the father, who we call the father of modern day um, apologists movement. You know, sort of like what Ravi Zacharias used to do, you know, where he takes atheists and agnostics and, and sort of talk, discuss with them right? So um, the story told of C.S. Lewis that when he was an unsaved person, he wasn't a Christian, one particular day, he went into a meeting and he met one of the professors that he looked up to, brainy, intelligent guy. And the guy was talking about Jesus and how that he's a Christian. And C.S. Lewis says, sorry, you cannot be a Christian. You cannot be this intelligent and be a Christian. And he said, no, I'm a Christian. And immediately that was one of the major witnesses for C.S. Lewis that um, eventually got him to accepting Jesus Christ because he could see somebody who he respected the most, who he thought was more intelligent than him, than him and things like that. And yet this guy knew Jesus. That was the edge this guy had over him. He had this peace. He had this welcoming that no other person had. And C.S. Lewis said, you know what? I want that thing that you have, right? Yes, let me throw the ball to you, sir.
1: You know that's very, very important because it's it's one of the ways that we can preach. you know it's one of the ways we can pull people closer to Jesus when we let that light shine out of us, and it comes mm-hmm. from understanding you know who we are
0: um yes
1: there, there's the the scripture in first Corinthians one eighteen
0: mm-hmm. talks
1: about you know Jesus been the first bond from the dead, yeah praise God. So if there's a oh, first yeah. bond, there's a second bond, there's a third bond. You know, our our, our number is there. You know, mm-hmm. and he's the head of the body. The head, you know, is not more anointed than the body. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of the things that really helped me, um, in in the marketplace is also to understand that the brain is in the head, praise God.
0: Hallelujah. You
1: know, so I being a member of the body, I have access to hmm. the intelligence of the head. So why not approach any, you know, any problem or any task, or you know, we're building a new future, or you know, there's a there's a new there's a new programming tool that I'm, I am i haven't used before, you know. Mm-hmm. The understanding that I'm connected to the head and my head is the resurrected Jesus. I have access to the wisdom of the head. You know, I can lay hold on the wisdom of, of the head by faith mm-hmm. and approach that situation, you know. There is um when i started learning programming um the first yeah. programming language i learned was python you know i've had to pick up some things along the way where i've had you know 2 3 weeks to learn to 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 learn a new programming language or to learn uh, or to e- implement a new api you know mm-hmm. in in using a different you know tool
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and it's usually a very, very challenging task because people have to, most people have to spend you know, two, three months learning this, six months learning this to be proficient but mm-hmm. the understanding of who I am the understanding yes. of what I have access to, Christ has been made unto mm-hmm. me wisdom
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: gives me the boldness to approach this, you know. In fact, when you start to meditate on that scripture, you will will be looking for the most difficult problem. Yeah. You will start to look for the most difficult problem because you understand that, you know, the wisdom of God is available to me, you know. And to tie that back to, you know, to tie that back to our identity you know, yeah, that's what's available for us. It belongs to us. Praise God. It belongs God. to us. You know, all we have Praise to do God. is lay hold on it. Mm-hmm. We we'll have to lay hold on it. You mm-hmm. know, and walk in it. Praise God.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yes, thanks. I, 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 think that, um, just shifting gears a bit and and looking a little bit deeper into these conversations, you would see that. There is an expectation. We're not we're not supposed to just be bold, just to be cocky out there. Yeah. There is something that God wants us to do, right? And we probably wouldn't finish it in this episode, but you will see, and let's go back to that scripture in second corinthians chapter 5. You will see in verse 18, the Bible talks about how that now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Praise God. Then verse 19, he then says that that is that God Mm -hmm. was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses on them, and has committed to us the word of um, reconciliation. The 20th verse then says, now then we are ambassadors for Christ. Christ. Right, As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. I want you to notice that um, this scripture is saying that we are ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Now, in trying to look up that word ambassadors, one of the things that comes to our mind is that we are representatives. Yes. Yes. We are representatives. I think this is our primary responsibility we are representatives of god right and i started um when we started this episode um well the the episode for this week the first episode this is the third in this week when when we started that i said something that believers that are for us as believers our primary goal our primary assignment right the f- primary thing that we have is our, our representation of Jesus Christ, even in that workplace, right? That as a doctor, you are not just there as a medical doctor, but you are there as a representative of Christ. And if you're going to uh, minister to people, see that as you representing Christ to those people. Right, As an engineer, you are there, first of all, primarily, as a representative of Christ. You see, our understanding of this will change our whole paradigm.
1: That's right.
0: Right, That if we walk into, we get a job, we're living or working in a particular place, and we have this conscious that, hey, I represent Christ here. So representing Christ must affect how I talk. So you can't talk like the people of the world. It must affect my attitude to work. Right? Jesus wasn't a lazy person. Jesus was a diligent person. Jesus was creative. Jesus was skillful. You know? So, um, what's it called? This understanding will affect every area of our lives. Right? Let, let me let this to you. You know, just... To piggyback on that thought, being an
1: ambassador of of God, of Christ in the workplace means that Jesus is Lord even in the workplace. You Mm -hmm. know, he directs us even in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And we also have the responsibility to make sure that our priority is reflecting the fragrance of Jesus in the workplace. Yeah, you know, we yeah. want to leave. We want to. We want to execute our work to the standard that represents who we are ambassadors for. Of yeah, and he has yeah. also given us the resources to be able to live and express that life in the workplace. Praise Praise God.
0: Hallelujah. You know, um, I I just wanted to, you know, talk about, and and as we wrap up, we have just a few minutes left. Talk about some examples of this representation, right? You know, and it can come in several ways. One of them, most obvious of them, is your attitude to work. Your relationship with people, your work, your colleagues, do you get, Um, it also reflects in what you say. You yes. know, I worked with a group of people that use swear words all around mm-hmm. the place. Um, They didn't know that I was either called to the ministry or anything, but after some time, they noticed that I didn't talk like that. One thing I then started hearing them do is that when when they are when we're talking, I'm in front of them and we're sort of talking about something and they use that, they immediately begin to apologize. <laughs> you know, they say they say something like, sorry, excuse my French. I'm like, Cuss words doesn't affect me. I'm not allergic to cuss words. It doesn't make me cringe. You know, I understand that I'm in I'm in the world. I understand that I am in a place where people will talk like that. And if that begins to affect me, and I want to leave because I don't want to be hearing stuff like that, then I am not also being a good representative. That's right. Jesus is called was called the friend of sinners. He had dinner with people who were doomed as sinners, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think that their language was all clean (laughs) around Jesus? You know, they probably cracked crude jokes. Hmm. You know, but Jesus said, well, I mean, it's like saying that you come to the hospital and uh, what's it called? The doctor is surprised that people in the hospital are sick. (laughs) Do you get it? I mean, sorry, this is a hospital. The expectation is that they are sick. If they are not sick, they won't come here. Yeah. Right? And that's what Jesus was trying to tell those Pharisees. That is the sick that needs a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jesus has sent us as those, those doctors into the marketplace to infuse the life of God into people, infuse the light of God into people, to jack people up, you know, and make sure that they fulfill all that God wants them to fulfill. That is our job description. That's why Paul is saying that we plead with you as though God was doing that through us, that you should be reconciled to, to God. God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Reconciled to God. I, I think uh, my time uh, time is over now. You know, but would 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 uh, we have two more episodes to go for this week? So we would um, see you in the next couple of episodes. Um god bless you have a great time bye.
1: If you're hearing this message, you have listened to the
0: entire episode of Scripture Talk podcast, and for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Scripture Talk is a show where we discuss biblical subjects and answer difficult questions from the Bible. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, do not forget to share with your friends and family. See you next time.